Hi, I'm TC, the town crier, and we want to welcome you to Night Talk right here on Spotify. It's a new situation. We took a little time out to reorganize our food for thought. And uh, we promised folks at the um, venues that we were explaining to our listenership who will be transferring over with us that this worldwide screaming service is a true blessing to be a part of. The key is we promised not to leave anyone out. Our 30-day hiatus was based on the understanding that we cover the entire globe and uh, we don't suffer a, an identity crisis. This is not uh, African. This is not Asian. This is not um, Hispanic. This is not French or Russian or Canadian broadcasting. We cover the entire globe because we're dealing with a peoples who are part of the melting pot of this global system. We all interconnect and we speak under a genre of what it is. And we speak in a language that's commonplace to so many people. That is the key to the popularity of this show. It's why we were embraced by these entities who requested that we maintain our quality of life, liberty in the pursuit of healthiness. And this is 2020. And we shut down the latter weeks in December, and we're coming back, first broadcast, and we want to thank all of you for joining us. We did promise our um, team that we will explain to the new listenership, and there are quite a few million listeners who will be tuning in and out of this broadcast back to the fact this is Night Talk. And Night Talk is nothing new. This isn't something just dropped, fell out of the hat. We've been around for quite a few years. It's just that the frequencies we've been on have been from AM, FM to uh, um, specific um, websites. Right now, with the popularity of our show and the unique and distinct delivery of our broadcast, Spotify uh, Cash checked in with us, and we were more than happy to be a part of this awesome uh, network of screaming. Now, myself, TC, the town crier, and the concept of night talk is based upon a vision of what will transpire in the future. It's already in place because there's a generation of millenniums and young folks, Generation X and Generation Y, and Grey Panthers, and the entitlement generation, those people you guys have labeled, whoever, whatever, who are, in effect, sitting down at the table and sharing food for thought. And what, how we function in the daytime is totally different from what we do at night. So we formulated a show called Night Talk, where we get together and we sit at the table and talk about absolutely, positively nothing. And it became the top show globally because it was totally hilarious because we dealt with facts, but
but we didn't dwell into the factuality of validity of the facts because we could not confirm, nor could we verify a lot of the information we were sharing. We left it up to you, the listeners, to decide how you chose to slice and dice whatever the hell we were talking about. We did a lot of cursing, a lot of profanity, a lot of in-your-face grabbing your attention, and that was part of allowing the flavor of the show to escalate because we were talking to a level of peoples who could take a curse word or take profanity and upgrade it. And it, it was off, off the chain. But this particular scenario, when we had our staff here, and I warned them, being a senior, one of those great Panthers, when we were, became successful and our listenership grew and we were doing night talk, and uh, they chose to take night talk and roll it over at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and they linked in 9 a.m., on the other side of the globe. So we were running on two sides of the 9 o'clock scenario, and uh, they suggested that we broadcast 9 o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time, with Night Talk Replay. And I warned them that this was not a good move because of the cutthroat attitude Around broadcast, I mean, this is a multi-trillion dollar operation. Call it billion, call it trillion, whatever. And these companies have a phenomenal amount of resources at stake. When a broadcast comes on as, as this raw broadcast, and you're up against uh, The Breakfast Club, Tom Joyner, uh, Steve Harvey, Howard Stern, and all these morning shows, and you're bringing in an element that the listenership is not accustomed to. You're snatching Good Morning America. You're snatching today's show numbers. People were locked into this stupid tale show called Night Talk that came on in the morning time, talking pure trash, straight up. No ice, no chaser. And the young people who were excited about the numbers they were bringing in and the success didn't understand behind the scenes there are number counters, there are bean counters, there are investors, there are people who have a phenomenal amount of resources at stake to maintain that balance of advertising um, income. And the shit hit the fan, to be honest with you. And that was not totally negative. It's just there was an adjustment in the radio empire. And we weren't totally 100% responsible for it. But Clear Channel and um, the other Pandora, all those adjusted their uh, programming to this new breed of people who said, we want more bullshit like Night Talk. We want to be, uh, let it all hang out. They don't cut any corners, just tell it like the hell it is. We want to hear somebody talking about absolutely, positively nothing. We're tired of the fake news. We're tired of you spoon-feeding us. We're tired of the thought police telling us what we're supposed to think. And that generation got together, the layers of the generation, and they're around the table as we speak, right here at Spotify, 
because they want to spend some quality time and they established this as the age of intolerance. They're no longer, no longer tolerating someone telling them what they're supposed to like and not like. I'm tired as hell and I'm not taking this shit no more. This is the attitude right now. People aren't angry, they're upset, they just pissed the fuck off. Because nobody's talking to them like a human being. They're tired of the politically correct. How in the hell are you to tell me what's correct? What's true, what's false. And that's the concept. So we can get along. We can disagree without being disagreeable. We can all get along, but we have to stay out, stay out of each other's way. Just looking at people's driving patterns, you know, it's like they're taking out their um, frustrations out of the vehicle, dodging in all the traffic, doing 150 miles an hour to be the first one at the stoplight. And me being an old-timer, I'm looking at mining kids going to make a damn fortune. Pep Boys is going to do it with them brakes because that car was that designed to be used in that method. The brakes were not designed to stop you on a dime while you're flying at 60 miles an hour towards a, the next traffic signal. The engine is not designed to be gunned on demand. The cars uh, we're driving now have a planned obsolescence feature, meaning that the more you dog it, the more it's going to bite your ass in the pocket. But who am I? And this is the key to night talk because grandpa, grandma, auntie, M, sitting at, around the table, sitting in the room with the grandkids, the cousins, the aunts, the nieces, and we all holding a conversation that sounds totally preposterous. But the comment behind that situation of why are we wearing out our brakes to express a attitude that nobody gives a fuck about? Why am I causing myself unnecessary expense? I already got a $400 car note, now I got a $550 brake job I got to do to this car. The brake pads look like two kidneys, flat kidneys. Then they got to go in and replace all these bogus shit that nobody ever heard of. And now I can start my car. And many of you have more faith in your damn brakes than you have in yourself or your savior. But this is night talk once again. We're talking food for thought. We're talking just straight up. And this is where we're going because my background is not uh, what it may seem. The thing is, we don't use expensive words because we, want, we don't exclude people. There's so many broadcasts. We're looking at NPR. We're looking at a lot of the Fox and other well-structured talk shows. We're looking at uh, the music venue. We're looking at those of you with the earphones on who program your own music and just listen to whatever the hell you want to hear all day long. And all the devices, the social media, this is where you shut it down for a minute and sit down for a second and turn off the cell phones and all these wonderful devices and keep it real. So we're going to open up our lives.
let the people know what's going on and tell us what direction we should be headed. But Night Talk is all about you because every show is totally different. Our key is to have it on seven days a week, 9 p.m. all around the world. Wherever it's 9 p.m., Night Talk is on. And you can get it through uh, the app Spotify, and you will go to Night Talk with TC. TC, the town crier. The town crier was a word coined in 1610 out of the United Kingdom, out of Britain. And this was the, uh, the uh, uh, man or woman who was assigned by the authorities to uh, go from village to village, township to township, and inform the peoples of those provinces, that, that provinces, the, what the king or the leadership wanted them to know, the town crier. And um, modern day town crier was Dan Rather and Bernie Shaw, Connie Chung, the announcers who comes on your six o'clock, eleven o'clock news, locally and nationally or globally. Town crier here at night talk is just a dude talking trash as it is spoken. And by doing this, we have um, generated quite a bit of interest, and we want to thank all of you for taking the time out, just an hour a day, to sit around the table and grab your french fries and your Ben & Jerry's ice cream or your favorite beverage or your stem or your moon rock or get your blunt or your mad dog or your two-buck chuck, whatever you prefer. And moment of meditation, moment of silence, and listen to what's going on. And that's all we do. And we encourage all of you to kick in with us. And we promise the folks at Spotify we'll keep it real, we'll keep it clean, and um, bring a ton of information to the table. Now, it's not all about me. That is another key to the success of this show. We bring in guests. We do a real spot, whatever you do, out, out of the sky. We'll pull you out satellite and um, bring you in through our lines, be it um, Apple or Android or whatever these devices you use I'm not familiar with, Skype, all this stuff. We just bring you in, talk. And what you do is you just say what you need to say. That's what makes it so great. You don't have to prepare a script to tell the truth. What's near and dear to your heart? Right now, we're looking at um, people who are doing some awesome things. We have a lady who has the ability to heal with her hands. And she's going to tell that story. And she just came off mainstream media. This isn't just somebody back in the alley named Sally. This is a person who has tried and tested. We're not bringing out no snake oil sale people and Jack legs and multi-level marketing crap and a lot of unnecessary, bogus presentations. We're talking real people doing real stuff that benefits the populace as as a whole. Um, shea butter, this lady has some awesome shea butter. 
and it's a mom and pop shop. She is a um, nurse in, at, at night, and she does a shea butter during the day. And she's going to sit down and not market shea butter. She's going to give us the, the dynamics and the proper use along with the benefits of this product that covers one of the large, largest organs of your body. It's called skin. We're going to have the water people, the Bolaris, talking about how that situation in Flint is just the tip of the iceberg. And uh, um, this husband and wife team... Uh, a PHP, uh, 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 I tell you, of uh, PhDs, well versed in what they do. Greg and Therese Bellardi, we look forward to having them on Spotify with us because the information they have is so vital um, in us preserving life, liberty, and the pursuit of healthiness. And uh, me being a recovering alcoholic, ex-chain smoker, I smoke camel, uh, Turkish gold, pack, two packs a day. I drunk some stuff called Maker's Mark, Elijah Craig, because the older I got, the upgrade the quality of the beverages because I couldn't drink the rock gut Nikolai and aristocrat and all that just didn't agree with my uh, delicate uh, um, liver and kidneys, you know, who required a uh, little upgrade the, from the fermented flavors. any event, my body told me enough is enough. So I freaking stopped. And I had to cleanse that body out some kind of way and uh, I had to back off a lot of the stuff I was ingesting. And the Bellardes gave me, gave us some information on water, the consumption, were that the water coming through our residents and businesses is industrial grade water, and it does require a layer of processing. There's nothing wrong with the water, it's water, it's H2O. But your body requires a certain pH balance. And the thing is having the information, that's what's, what Night Talk is all about. I'm sitting with grandpa, grandma, the grandkids, and these grandchildren have no business being on dialysis at 10, having arthritic conditions at seven, Type 2 diabetes at 4, spinal bifida at 17, body falling apart, pacemaker in the body at 21. The thing is uh, operating a well-run machine. And it starts with that major ingredient that your body is made of. It's called water. The key is having the information. And back to the point of night talk, this is what we're bringing to the table. This is not being used as a marketing tool or a um, let's get a hold of this fantastic gadget. This is more or less information. Many of us are satisfied purchasing water. We look at the bottle in the refrigerated area in the case and said this is a pH1 balanced, perfect, synchronized, electrofit, electrified, retrocuted, suicide water, whatever the hell you want to say, which is legal, but certain things you have to put on that bottle that have to be justifiably true. And the key is knowing what to look for. You know, just like when this vape came out, folks were going out of their mind until the actual facts hit the table.
and the facts hit the table when our children were in the gurney on their way to another journey. And everybody started paying attention. We can't allow the commercial hype to wipe out an entire generation of people who are on their way to another dimension. We're talking uh, bringing folks in from the Space Force, which is a new division of the upcoming vision of the United States military. We're looking at the folks who run the GPS systems that you depend on to go. That's the United States Air Force. We're looking at this awesome United States Army that's tough enough to do stuff that nobody in their right mind has any idea who's not in that situation. The U.S. Navy, the Coast Guard, the Marines, NOAA. We have, this country has so much going forward for us to be sitting around worrying about some damn eyelashes and your thong and, uh, where can I get me a cheese roll pizza? Our conversations should evolve around protecting the best interests of the most envied country on earth. Not because they hate us, because they love that we've positioned ourselves to make it very convenient to exist here on earth. But in our existence, one of the major ingredients is to preserve the quality of life, along with the quantity of life. There are a lot of us, and everybody wants a pizza at the same time. Everybody wants a Coca-Cola, Dr. Pepper, Mountain Dew, right now, on ice, shaken, not stirred, on demand. And this is what Night Talk is all about. We're holding your attention. You never know what the hell I'm going to say next because I don't even fucking know. I'm just sitting here talking, and I enjoy, and I enjoy doing this. Now, we're here with a staff, and the staff is in the studio, and the staff in the studio is very unaware that his speaker's on, and his phone's going off. It's an Apple phone, and it's ringing. But I'm going to sit and fake the funk and say somebody calling in wanting to make a comment. And we're going to have that rolling the same way. We're going to answer the phone and talk to you directly, and you're going to let us know what it is you like to talk about. So... Everything's falling into place. This is a laboratory, ladies and gentlemen. This is why Spotify has us on. Because it's the wave of the future where people are basically sick and tired of being programmed with the point where the media calls it your regularly scheduled programming. Like, damn, I mean, thanks for letting me know that you feed me a bunch of shit that I really don't appreciate you planning what I should think today. We don't do that here because we talk in the vernacular where you accept our concept as you see it. You interpret the flavor. We hold a conversation here on this broadcast and by the time it goes around the world 80 times, it's a whole new different damn topic. And where did you get that dumb idea from? I was listening to Night Talk and they said, if you do this, this will happen. And they said this and that. Well, Night Talk is a bunch of damn idiots talking the stupid shit. The man tells you straight up he's talking about absolutely positively nothing. Why would you take that shit serious? 
All these what the reason is so you can use your own frame of reference. I came from the school of thought where we didn't download a fucking term paper or email your homework. We had to go to use a system that a gentleman by the name of the Dewey Decimal System. We went to a card catalog and we had to look up the information that we were attempting to do to uh, answer a question we might have because our parents didn't give us the answers to every fucking thing. We didn't have Google. Our mom and dad and sister, brothers and cousins weren't Yahoo. One asked Bob, won't Jeeves. You went to the damn library. You went to them index cards. You found what the hell you were looking for. You used those index numbers. And you went to that shelf and you found that book. You opened them pages. You sit there and took your time and read about what the hell you wanted to answer in your rabbit mind. And then if you were doing a paper for your schoolwork, you made sure you gave that author or that researcher credit called footnotes at the bottom to let your the reader know or your instructor know or your professor or your teacher know that you got this information from John Paul Red of the Research Foundation at the University of Minnesota from his book called Answer This Question. You gave folks credit. You didn't pegularize. You didn't steal shit. You didn't take people's stuff and said you did it. And it's a whole new genre. And we respect the fact as elders that, you know, y'all don't have no respect for other folks' intense research and labor. So be it. We ain't mad at you. But use it to your best interest. Don't take it and use it against yourself. Can we do that? Okay. It's 26 minutes after the hour. We're like 34 minutes before the top. I'm TC, the town crier, formerly with National Public Radio, Yale. I played jazz. It was cool jazz and hot buttered soul, 91.1. We was like uh, kicking ass and taking names, 24-7, playing the best music you ever heard in the world. But in any event, that's over and done. But I can come back to that Spotify because I can kick that jazz and then the RB. I think that... Take that jazz and that progressive R.B. and kick it down and make a story out of it. That's what T.C., where it came from. I would take music and create like a, a cool, laid-back soap opera. One song compliment the other. That's somewhere down the line. Just letting y'all know, you know, I'm a multi-talented person. You know, I do a little this and that every now and then. Okay, on the other side of town, I was formerly with the National Aeronautics and Space Administration back in the 70s. That's before a lot of you wonderful listeners were born. I worked at FMD 1196 at the Langley Research Center in Hampton, Virginia. I was there with the first solar house. I was there with the internet. I was there with the cell phone. I was there with the Apple computer. I was there with Facebook, Instagram. All that stuff was there. It was military weapons. We weren't designing the shit for your ass to sit out and find your favorite pizza parlor. We weren't doing the GPS so you could find your way to grandma's house. We weren't doing the internet so you can pass you can download your favorite porn. We were doing the shit to pass information on to keep each other informed what the hell's going on around this world and who 
is the perceived adversarial situation and how we can avoid gloom and doom prematurely. But the key was having seen this technology at Teflon that was going on in space so the ships would run smoothly. All this technology that we had to invent because we were in competition with another country trying to be the first focus to the moon. And on our way to the moon, we discovered a place called Earth. And Neil deGrasse Tyson speaks so well about it on his space talk and covers it so well. And you got a lot of other people who are just as good. Ted, these folks are awesome. But you got to have patience and frame of reference and listen. And there's so much information. And Space Force is going to have so many young people excited when I ask them about the new Space Force. They all know. This is where we're going. Just like the fact when those who don't know and criticize, yeah, that's some old dumb, dumb shit they're going to do. I say, well, the folks said that shit 100 years ago. When these two little rugrats down in Carolina, a place called Kitty Hawk, took old ragglass bicycle and a kite and put Grandma Panty stackers on the back to give us some equilibrium, jumped off a hill and soared through the sky for two, three seconds and crashed down and bumped the damn head. And then people ask, what the hell is y'all idiots doing there? We're just putting an airplane together. And those were the Wright brothers. And you go down to Atlanta, Georgia, to Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport, and you'll see that bicycle with the kite on it and a tail at the airport with the moving sidewalk in the microwave, in the high-rise building, in the busiest place on earth. People trying to get from A to Z because they still little rugrats did 100 years ago. And Night Talk is about these young folks coming over here. They're going to tell us they're going to Spice Planet, they're going through time and space. They ain't going to need no damn rocket because they're going to walk through time, bending, folding, whatever the hell technique they have. They know. I don't know. I'm just talking. And this is what night talk is about, talking about what people dare not speak in the daytime because somebody might come in a white coat and put you in a straitjacket and give you some medicine you might not need. Or then the folks might come with them sunglasses on. John Belusha, brother, and take you on the highway to hell. Then other folks might come and say, you talking about like you're on the highway, but you're on the low way in disguise. So some things you had to keep to yourself for a minute, but it don't matter. That's why Spotify has us on here, folks. This is our opening act. 
This is just the beginning. And we want people to come in and back us up. You got something you want to talk about? It ain't got to make no damn sense. You ain't got to um, doubt every T and cross every I. There ain't no such thing as proper grammar. And we definitely don't use no expensive-ass words. We just tell it like it is. You running for political office or you got something, a snake oil you like to sell, or you got some kind of harebrained scheme you want to discover, we don't want to hear that shit. We want to talk to everyday people. Old Grandpa James that got the best peanuts outside of South of Suffolk, Virginia. Talk to Bessie Ann Glow up there outside of Redding, Pennsylvania, who got some of the best pecan pie on earth. What old Jasper up there in Oshkosh, Wisconsin? Got some of the best black rind cheese, cheddar, Wisconsin cheddar, super sharp cheese. Still on the rind. Apple country up there in New York City. Ain't no skyscrapers, ain't nothing, just apples. Every damn world. Good apples. Winchester, Virginia. Skyline Drive. You want to go on over to Sacramento and go across the way through the Redwoods and drop by Arcadia. Drive down PH1 and see the beautiful West Coast along the edge of the cliff. In a convertible Mustang, courtesy of Priority, Priority Ford, and the King of Bling. Now, this show was banned in Boston. So, those of you who don't know, we've been around for a while. We keep a lot of shit going. But anyway, we were banned in Boston. So, we had to come back, you know, because censorship is not an American trait. And, uh, Banding Boston was a clear word because we uh, well aware that Boston, we well aware that Boston is a um, haven of excellence, and when it comes to the arts and music and all kind of wonderful stuff, pretty good. Um, grew up too down there, nearly big dig. They even have jazz in their clubs. There, you walk in the damn club at night in Boston, that BB King sitting there kicking it. I said, "What in the hell is that?" Man? No cover charge, no nothing. Just walk on in, BB in that throwing down. I said, this is, I'm, I'm home, y'all. But in any event, back to Boston. Uh, Night Talk was banned in Boston because we made a comment about uh, um, uh, with the public school system, the PTA, had gotten together and they were concerned about the middle schools and high schools, uh, young ladies not having accessibility to uh, sanitary products when they come on their uh, monthly cycles. And uh, we approached the uh, Boston school system and um, created a rabble-rousal, mind-your-own-fucking-business-type shit, you know. That's an expense we didn't put in our budget. And the PTA got the win for it and created a little battle. And, of course, Mama Bear went to war because you talk about Baby Bear going through her cycle of life, and that's what... Ladies do. They're the producers of men and womankind, whether you like it or not. And it should not be something that is harassed. The children should not be bullied or joked or picked on because she just happened to be going through a natural cycle where her body is preparing for the, her next level of excellence, which is reproduction. 
And Boston chose unanimously, thank you, Boston, to make these products for sanitary protections. It is a matter of the body fluids passing through a body that need not be uh, all over the place. Uh, and it may cause issues that we might not want to address in the future. Make it a sanitary situation. They call sanitary napkins for a reason. And all the bathrooms have a disposable uh, feature there, along with the accessibility to uh, complementary uh, either uh, tampons or napkins, whatever you might want to call it. Thank you, Boston. Thank you for banning us. By you doing that, it opened up the gate to a national movement where this should be done not only in the states, but around the world. Let's protect our little sisters. Okay. Now, we raised so much hell on that end, we got the folks of Egypt to hook up with the Boston Arts folks, and we're bringing the King of Bling to Boston, and they haven't been in Boston. That display of King Tutankhamun hasn't been in Boston since 1963. So by creating that aura, thank you, Spotify, it enhanced, like, we are better than that. We don't have to, you know, um, ban a organization or a group of people just talking trash about a viable situation. Even though they come on the radio talking about they're speaking of absolutely positively nothing, grandma and mom bad heard it and said, hey, you better let my effing uh, daughter, a granddaughter, alone. If she needs something, y'all better make damn and show it's convenient for her to access if it ain't asking you too damn much. So it happened. So then with the arts and crafts and the wonderful things and the King of Bling uh, tours coming to Boston for that last lap on the East Coast. And uh, just wonderful things happened. We turned took a lemon and produced lemonade. So King Tux exhibits coming to Boston. Those of you all around, get your tickets, get yourself right, and enjoy yourself. Uh, Farrell Williams is, uh, April is having something in the water, which we have to talk about a little bit. Farrell, you need to talk to his brother because um, our um, crew is, has some questions to ask, and it's best to hear it directly from you. So Something in the Water this year has a six-day stint, and we, of course, expect it to be a success, but to be successful, one must present a success-oriented array of talent. It's all in a day's work, ladies and gentlemen. I'm T.C. The Town Crier, 39 minutes after the hour, 21 before the top. Yeah, I was formerly with the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. I also was employed with Cox Communications out of Atlanta, Georgia. Omni, Omni International Hotel with the Cousins Brothers out of Atlanta. A gentleman by the name of, he was uh, in, in communications uh, the, uh, on WTKR there in uh, 850, which used to be WRAP, the Rollins Group. 
Violence groups are the people who run Orkin Pest Control, formed by a Russian immigrant by the name of Otto Orkin. Great man. He was up in um, Pennsylvania working on a farm there in his youth, and he devised an awesome method to assist the farmers in reducing the carnage that rats were doing to their crops. So he earned the name as Otto the Rat Man. And from Otto the Rat Man, success, he expanded into handling uh, insects and pests, termites, all kinds of stuff, commercial and residential, and created the largest pest control as today on the globe called Orkin Pest Control. I had the privilege of working as a, a termite inspector with this organization, great experience, great training. It's Orkin, the Cox Cable with the HBO and Showtime. And that was back when the box was a little black box. You had to get up and turn these 50-something stations you had. That was when the cable first came to town. I was with those guys. And uh, NASA was started um, not long ago. NASA was about 10 years old when I started with them. And what else did I do? Well, I'm just giving a rundown because you accumulate a phenomenal amount of information, and I'm speaking to my elders because mom and pop and grandma, grandma, great-grandma, great-grandpa, auntie, uncle, you guys have that same information source where you've done something. Everybody from the Triple Knuckles to the 82nd Airborne, to the old salts of World War II, to the Vietnam vets, to the folks with the CIA, the FBI. You don't have to say what you did or your name. Just talk about the experience and the joy that you had for working with these organizations that was designed with protecting people in mind. The CDC, HUD, the Department of Treasury, we ran across a lady at Rose's department store and moved down to Virginia Beach, Virginia from New York so she could spend time with her grandkids. She retired from Rackers Island after 21 years. We like to hear her story because she was in-house. And maybe she can give us some tidbits on some of the stories these young men and women told her while she was there protecting us from people who weren't ready for the real world. So this is what night talk is all about. Ain't nothing new under the sun. History repeats itself. hundred years ago, you go back to 1920, same shit when in 1920 going on today. They were just moving a little slower, and our ass is just moving too damn fast to the same, doing the same dumb shit, though. You know what I'm saying? Any event, I'm just saying, thank you, Spotify, and I want to thank all you folks for listening. Uh, this is technically an upgrade because uh, I'm looking at the number count over here, and these folks is we got the staff here of interns on one end, and then we got the bean counters on the other end. Then you got the folks. All you do is look at their eye, and their eyes look like you know. Uh, uh, this is it. This is what we need. So um, the input should come from you, to be honest with you. 
I love this. I always love radio. All the way back to the time when radio was a transistor radio. You had a little 9-volt battery you put in the back. You had to, to check the strength of the 9-volt battery. You dipped it on your tongue to see whether you got that little ping to show that there was energy in the battery. You held it in your hand, and that was your MP3. That was your CD player. That was your 8-track. And you only had AM stations. And you get your little song on there, and you walk around and use the baddest thing since ice cream. But the fact still remains is that ain't nothing new under the sun. Then while they walk around and can watch an HBO movie in the movie house, listen to the whole album of anybody's music, download, reload, whatever. So everything has evolved into entertainment. But entertainment need not be a distraction. Because there are things out there, and Neil deGrasse Tyson makes it clear, that are destined to swing back around and give us a visit like a boomerang. And we need to be half as ready to at least deflect it, or avoid it, or get the hell onto another galaxy. Now, I know you know, and they know, and we know that there are other bodies of exoplanets out there that are just like the Earth, same position, got water, got mountains, the whole nine yards, just out, out there, just like when they talk about Christopher Columbus and Magellan or Marco Polo or whatever, traveled around the world looking for whatever the hell he was trying to find, and they found some actual jewels and named it America. And you guys with the Space Force are going to go out there and you're going to find some planets and some moons and some natural resources and some money or currency, whatever the hell you want to call it. And we want to be here to talk about it because we expect you to do great things. I don't anticipate being there because I'm in recovery stage of alcoholism and chain smoking and I just stopped cold turkey. And the reason I stopped, so you'll know, I'm just reintroducing myself. I done said this a thousand damn times. But I was um, discovered that my blood type was O positive. And the young lady stated that it was a rare blood type that the uh, children's hospital uh, save it because it was beneficial in research and recovery and helping young children, infants or whatever, in their recovery from different diseases, leukemia, cancer, preemies or whatever. So it encouraged me to go and donate the blood. I went to the American Red Cross and I went in there to give blood. I just thought you go in there and you hold your hand out like you're getting a big gulp. And they take your blood out, put it in the bucket, and you go about your damn business. But no, this shit ain't that easy. I had to fill out a form, answer a question like I was being interrogated. A lot of questions. And then they took me in this room and took my blood, checked that for the iron count. Then I had to uh, check my blood pressure, because sure my blood pressure was... Um, uh, there to the point where they could extract the blood from my system and what else did she do? 
my blood pressure, my count. What else did that lady do? Well, whatever they did, my blood pressure was higher than a blimp from smoking cigarettes. My iron count was low because you can't, ain't no iron, ain't no french fries and pizza. And what else the hell was wrong? That was about it right there. Oh, yeah, then you want to be hydrated. And so I went and I had to work on that smoking. Stop smoking. I had to work on that drinking. Stop drinking. I went back to that Red Cross about two or three times. They said, damn, you keep coming here. Damn, your blood pressure high, your ass sick. Why don't you go sit down? I said, ma'am, I want to help somebody. These children need this blood here. They deserve more than that. I've been out here running the street, acting like a fool, doing all this crazy stuff. And I got grandchildren. And it's, it's, I'm, it's for everybody. I just want to be able to help. And I came out one more time. And Liz said, your blood pressure is awesome. Your iron count is 13. Why did you, who was your dog? What kind of medicine you taking? And what's your doctor name? And I looked at the lady. I said, my doctor named Jesus. The medicine I take, they ain't told me yet. Because I didn't know what the hell it was going with pressure there, but I know it was right. And I gave that blood, I was so happy. They gave me that little sticker. And I got my little gallon pen. I got my little Red Cross T-shirt they give you. They had little specials where you come in there and give you blood on certain times. And it's a wonderful feeling, y'all. And I'm just, I ain't bragging about me because it ain't about me. It's being up in the age when you're damn near 70 years old and you can go somewhere after you done run the street like a striped ape and ran behind every damn thing with a pulse and tried to drink and smoke and party all night and the sun come up on your ass. you surprise you're still alive. You look out the window in the morning and wonder how your car got home. That was living like a damn fool. But you lived and you can... Pass something back to the children, because the one thing you came by, you came by your health. And I can help these babies. Y'all, Lord, I'm just advertising for the American Red Cross, y'all. If you don't like the needles, and most folks, Mr. Tough Guy, Mr. Thug, Thug, Miss Sassy Ass Sally, scared of a damn needle. Go out there and love her. Um, a man like a woman and beat his ass like a man at the same time but can't stand a damn needle. June Book go out there and shoot, kill, rob, jump, raise hell, but show him a needle, you turn into a little bitch. Nigga, go give up that damn blood. Peck of wood, crack her ass. Get up. I'm sure you need the blood. You gave away everything else. Get that away. So, y'all call it now. I don't give a damn. If American Red Cross need blood, they sure they ain't got no business being short of a damn thing. Because these children didn't ask to be here. You laid up and pumped up and made them. You had to get some blood into your wee-wee to get that straight. Get some blood in there and take it to the Red and get to the Red Cross so the children can live. Little nasty self. So let's do that. Now, um, we're not going to open the lines up yet. They can call all they want to. Everybody want to talk. Everybody want to get on board because they're so excited about this new show on Spotify called Night Talk. And I'm TC the Town Crowd, so y'all know, because somebody just checked in and y'all just wonder who the hell is this fool here. Now, I gave that pint of blood up. I'm happy for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Now, what else done happened? I got that blood pressure under control. Now, I stopped them cigarettes. I can't say cigarettes cause your blood pressure to be high, but I know I stabilized myself is all I did. Now, I used to list, read and stuff about this man by the name of uh, Edgar Casey. He's out there in Virginia Beach on 62nd Street. He always used the word in his writings, if y'all are familiar with him. He has a, a family has a store there on Laskin Road called the Heritage Store. It, it always talked about lemonation. And lemonation is having to move in the byproducts of your body that your body don't need. You know, when your body is built where you eat stuff, it, 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 it uh, removes the items that don't have the nutritional value that your body can use to sustain that uh, lifestyle. Everybody calling. That's what the hell this is. Man. And um, the phone just kicking and we excited. We just on Spotify, y'all. Go to Spotify, the app, and look up uh, Night Talk with TC, and you'll pick it up. Now, back with the case in point I was speaking of is that uh, uh, elimination Edgar Casey, C-A-Y-C-E. Look it up. He has some great information. Awesome man. He was back there in the 30s and 40s, and um, he really was on the cutting edge of of uh, preserving one's health, utilizing an approach that the body can assist you in helping the doctor help you. I'm going to leave that alone. Any event, um, elimination, and uh, the Foods that we consume, and I've changed my com- my my, my uh, consumption method. Where in order to maintain my giving every forty five days to the blood bank, I have to maintain a regimen of eat like a damn gorilla. That's what the hell I do. I'm just keeping it simple. I ain't using no expensive ass words and talking about no biocarbonate and nutritional value, vitamin C, and have I just eat like a damn gorilla. And the shit works. When I go to the bathroom, because one time I used to go to the bathroom and felt like somebody had dropped a new Agent Orange, napalm. I was, man, get the hell out of here. But now I'm eating apples and oranges and grapes and drinking pure, nice water and being cautious of what you eat. I go to the bathroom now and smell like lettuce. No, I'm bad. Any event, it's 54 minutes after the hour, six minutes before the top. I'm TC the Town Crown. I'm here for real, for real. And I want to thank Spotify for letting me come on and talk to these wonderful people all around the damn world. And y'all remember y'all were listening to us the last two, three years, and we taught y'all a new language. The folks in Mongolia, the folks on the Ivory Coast, the people there in the Caucasus Mountains and the Ukraine and Moscow, and the folks in Iceland, Reykjavik, Christchurch, New Zealand, Sydney, Australia. We're looking at Rio and Brazil. We're talking about Caracas. We're going to Peru, Lima. We was over there in Dallas and Memphis and Vancouver, B.C. We was everywhere. It still is, and y'all still listening, and we appreciate it because Spotify pulled up the numbers, and they just are smiling. Like, we don't know what you done done, but you done done good. Well, Miss Spotify, Mr. Spotify, whoever y'all is behind that curtain, you know, it's like the Wizard of Oz around here. You got somebody behind the damn curtain. 
dog know where they at, but I, you know, I ain't dog ain't got to tell me because I could care less who behind the curtain. All I know is that I'm in front of the people, and I love y'all, and God knows I love y'all, and I can't make you love me, but I can sure love my damn self. You know what I'm saying? So we got four more minutes to go, and I got to figure out what I can say for four minutes to y'all ass, because I'm about sick now. I've been talking here nonstop, ain't no commercials. I ain't had nothing to drink. I ain't had my eight ball. <laughs> ain't got no moon rock. Oh, I need an Adderall, lithium, some Thorazine, something. Sitting up in this little room here with my little blue light. And it's dark. And they said, just talk. Talk can you can't talk no more. <sighs> this is terrible to have a person in this type of situation just to talk about a show called Night Talk. It got you here in the dark. But we talk about what folks talk about after 9 o'clock at night. It's a whole new arena. Folks pull out their little Happy Meal and... And I ain't talking about no McDonald's happy bill. I'm talking about showed up 40 ounce, a hurricane, category six, mad dog, two buck chuck. Mm-hmm. If we could roll up a stem, put on a moon rock, get an eight ball, shoot up a gram, mm. get some Kool-Aid with no sugar in it, help me somebody. But in the event, it's all about living. We're talking to her. We See, we don't leave nobody out. It's like the Adams family. Got Uncle Festus, Grandpa, Park, Cousin It, Thing, Lurch, Morticia. Everybody come to the table and share what they did dear to them. Especially the folks who don't give a damn about nothing, not even themselves. And the special people out there who don't, huh? I got 58 minutes. I got two more damn minutes to go. We talk about the people that ain't got nothing and don't want you to have shit. Them the most special people in the world because they the motherfuckers you want to avoid because everybody's supposed to want something. I want a little bit early name. Then ask grandma and I'll stand yourself. I'm sick of you. I'm going to give you a number, grandma, so you can call when you're in the mood. 757 1749 Got to kick that number in. 757 1749. That's a night talk number, Grandma. Don't forget to combinate it. Put it on your lotto, and um, we'll see you in the mail. Tell you what, y'all, I got to go. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, all the folks that are around listening, and we expect to have an awesome show next. It's just a pleasure to be back on the radio. We're here in 2020, and we got to thank the brother Justin Laquan for assisting us in producing this scenario, and we plan to endorse and edify everybody responsible for making this a success. See you next time, and y'all be blessed.